Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. It is I, your favorite indie author, LaDosha Wright, coming to you live and direct from my home right here in Cleveland, Ohio, as we discuss a little bit about of what they don't tell you at the hair salon about COVID hair. But before we get started, we have a few current events that we need to discuss, considering it's been a little over a month or two since I've been coming to you live and direct from this podcast because I've been super duper busy, but not too busy for you. That's why I slowed my schedule down and said, hey, I'm going to get back on to my podcast again, keep people in touch about what they don't tell you at the hair salon. And again, we're going to talk briefly about COVID hair. And then, like I said, let's get started with some current events. So today, guess what today is? I believe today is the very first day of the Republican Party's convention. And uh, it's going to be a little bit interesting because number one, number 45 is going to be speaking every day. Oh, this guy is rather interesting. Um, then number two, um, we're going to be hearing from uh, Patricia and Mark McCloskey. Now, I know y'all like, uh, who the ham sandwich is Patricia and Mark McCloskey? Uh, those are the two gun-toting husband and wife, Bunny and Clyde. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they're not Bunny and Clyde. There are two um, individuals who was confronted in front of their homes by the Black Lives Matters protesters, and they said they were afraid for them lives, for their lives rather. And so they was like Biggie, you know, kicking the door, waving the four four. So they came out with their guns, you know what I'm saying? And they said, y'all better get away from our homes, or we gonna blow y'all to smithereens. So um, they're going to be speaking at the convention. And uh, I I don't know if I'm going to catch them because I'm doing this podcast, but I want to hear what they have to say. I do believe people, however, have a right to protect their homes. (laughs) But I think uh, anytime anytime white people see a group of black people, they're going to run for their guns, not for the border. But unfortunately, that's just the way America has tainted the beautiful, beautiful image of black people here in America. So their response, unfortunately, to me, is typical of what some white people will do when they see large groups of black people. They automatically feel like their lives are in order. We do have a right to peacefully protest, even if it's outside your home and nobody's going to hurt you. After all, you know, other people from other ethnicities and nationalities and racial backgrounds, they peacefully protest as well. So, um, 
I'm interested to hear what they're going to say. I was also listening to uh, um, some responses from uh, some of the people who've participated in some of the protests and just everyday people uh, about what they think about number 45. And so um, the thing that's interesting is that one thing that seems to be a pretty much, um, you know, a common theme across people's responses is that, you know, Donald Trump has been saying, oh, over and over that he's done all this stuff for black people and black people are like I'm sorry I'm, I'm let me just let me correct that Donald Trump is saying that he has done more things for black people than anybody in the history of America of helping black people um I don't know about that, y'all. I don't even know. But what I am hearing is a common theme that I personally and professionally agree with. And that is the only thing Donald Trump has done for Black America is to expose what we already knew about those kinds of white people. And that is that the racial injustices done against Black people here in America are okay. That's the only thing. I've never seen a president who has no heart, no cojones to speak up for the people. Even though he may not like us, he should still be speaking up that all of the police brutality, the killings, lynching. Yeah, they're still lynching us in 2020. This stuff needs to stop and a host of other things. So I'm just going to go along with the populace that um, the only thing that I can think that number 45, a.k.a. Donald Trump, has done for black people is to expose that he thinks it's okay for certain kinds of white people in certain positions to perform and conduct all kinds of racial injustices to and towards black people, hence black lives matter okay so that's my take on it also in current events is the new no drama mama baby mama that's what i'm gonna call her the new no drama baby mama kelly ann conway guess what y'all she's leaving that position because her family is like this character number 45 is such a butt wipe that it's just causing all kinds of rifts in their family. So she's saying, I need to step down and go take care of my castle because this is getting a little bit out of control. Her husband uh, is the co-founder of the Lincoln Project and they just putting out all kinds of real on number 45 and his shenanigans. So the new no drama baby mama Kelly Ann Conway, she's about to let the door hit you with a good lord split you and she's hot telling it right on up out that White House and that's going to be uh, interesting. Last but not least in my intro to what they don't tell you at the hair salon before we get into our topic, uh, Telogen Effluvium, is 
Have y'all heard that that Escobar season has returned? That's right, my homeboy Nas, the ill-medic one, has released the, what I'm going to call an epic CD uh, of, of like an anthology of other artists. But of course, he is headlining his latest release called King's Disease. And I am feeling the track on Ultra Black uh, and Summer. I'm, I'm, I'm just loving the King's Disease. If you have not heard Nas's uh, latest release, go on over to YouTube or your iTunes. I don't know. I'm buying it. I'm going to keep it 100. Um, I need to have that in my library for life. I hope I can get the physical actual CD. I love Nas. So check out Nas's King's Disease and I guarantee you all my hip hop heads, you will not be disappointed in Nas because once again, I got to say this, that Escobar season has returned. All right. So y'all better go ahead on and check out Mr. Nas is in the house. All right. So now let's hop right over to the topic of telogen effluvium, what I am calling AKA COVID-19 hair or COVID hair. And so this is a condition um, uh, of hair loss. Now the telogen effluvium is not only afflicting people who are or have been or is in recovery um, of the COVID-19, but you can also see this hair loss condition in people who are suffering trauma from other illnesses, you know, mental health, severe weight loss, depression. So um, telogen effluvium, this hair loss condition, it's very, very uh, real. And so you can follow me on my social media platforms. I have videos and all types of stuff where I'm talking about this topic. But just in case you just want to hear me just talk, just keep listening. Okay, that's okay. So this hair loss condition um, is, is really, really serious because it represents the last phase of the hair growth cycle where the hair comes out and then automatically the hair is going to return to the antigen phase. So in theory, okay, your hair is going through three growth stages. So this is the hair growth cycle and there are three stages. But the first stage is antigen. So your antigen stage is where about eh, maybe 70 to 80% of your hair is actively growing. Catagen, that is your second stage. And this is where the hair is getting ready to, you know, come out and, you know, it's going to get ready to start all over. And then telogen is where the hair is going to wiggle and it's going to exit. So that really the last stage is exogen because it's going to physically come out. But telogen is the one that we're most uh, uh, commonly familiar with. And that's going to prepare the hair to actually be released from the scalp. And then, like I said, it's an automatic turnaround where the new hair is going to return to the antigen uh, cycle or stage rather of growth. And then the hair will begin to grow again. Now, when you are suffering from telogen effluvium, what's happening is the hair is kind of, you know, responding to the coming out 
phase where it just keeps coming out. So this, of course, is a hormonal process. And what happens when you become ill or you become depressed or the body is under attack from diseases, um, hormonally, the message, the receptors where the hair is coming out, that is kind of triggered and that stage is prolonged. And so unfortunately, you may not see the conditions of the telogen effluvium immediately when you're ill. Unfortunately, this takes place kind of, believe it or not, as you are beginning to recover. So this is what's making this very shocking. Um, so the illness itself is shocking. So when people become ill uh, or depressed, you know what happens? They don't eat and it's not because they don't want to eat. Sometimes they physically can't eat because maybe they're sedated and the doctors are trying to save their lives. Sometimes they lose their appetite. Other times they lose their sense of taste, so they, they just don't eat anyway. And then also, if you're going through severe weight loss, uh, then your, your body isn't able to get a lot of nutrients because you can't maybe eat a lot of food or maybe you're just not eating a lot of food. So we see that when people are going through your weight loss surgeries. And sometimes you have people who are suffering from the eating disorder sort of uh, bulimia or anorexia. So these conditions also can sometimes yield telogen effluvium. Now, this podcast is by no means in lieu of your conversation with your doctor. I am here as a licensed cosmetologist in the state of Ohio, giving you guys my professional opinion based off my education and my continuing training and certification in hair and scalp disorders, as well as um, <clears throat> becoming a master colorist. So in those two disciplines, hair loss does come up because as licensed professionals, the companies and educators who teach us, they want us working ethically behind the chair. So anytime we see conditions that are not healthy, we are not to perform certain services uh, to ensure that, you know, that health of the hair and the health of the person and the mental health of the person as well well is uh, first and foremost not just looking good and so that school of thought is brought to you by my educators from Misi USA a big super duper shout out to my teacher Miss Rachel Marola and my wonderful educator Mr. Keith Michael Davis and then of course the Mr. Trust and them over at DECA Plus so um, these are the people who have poured into me to work ethically as a master colorist and a cosmetologist behind the chair. Intelligent effluvium hair loss does come up in my education, in their trainings, that we need to pay attention to what's happening to people's hair uh, as we service them. So with that being said, 
Um, again, I just want to make sure that I'm putting my little, you know, um, disclaimer that I'm not a doctor and I do encourage people to speak to their doctor about this disorder. It was brought to my attention in relations to COVID-19 via the actress Melissa Milano, who's, who was unfortunately receiving a lot of backlash from trolls, I think that's what they're called, on social media, uh, particularly Twitter. And I was really like, damn, y'all, really? Y'all just going to come down hard on homegirl like that? And so what happened, she, she recorded herself and her hair, you know, was coming out. And man, y'all have to see the look on this young lady's face. I mean, my heart went out to her. And unfortunately, I had an experience with intelligent effluvium when I became very ill and my hair was doing the same thing. And ah, man, that's, that's, that's not a good feeling, you guys. And I know a lot of people are really, you know, disenfranchised about this whole COVID um, requirements, you know, to stay safe with references to the mask, social distancing, and washing hands. I know people don't like it, but what I want you guys to understand as you listen to this podcast is that, you know what, disorders and diseases are very real, whether we can see them, believe them or not. Science does not only avail itself when it comes to medicine and illnesses, but it also avails itself when it comes to nutrition and, you know, and fitness. And so if we are so obliged, if you will, to respect science when it comes to food, if we are so obliged, if you will, to respect science when it comes to weight loss, if we are so obliged, if you will, to respect science when it comes to becoming intoxicated or inebriated, if we are so obliged to respect science when it comes and how children are made, then why can we not respect science as it relates to this um, COVID-19, this pandemic? Why? It's very real. Why are we getting upset about putting on a mask when we were told as children, when you go outside in the wintertime, put a scarf over your face? Why? Why are we getting so upset about putting something over our face that's going to save our lives when we're told to put goggles on when we jump into the pool or the ocean to go for a swim? Why do we trust that science? Why do we trust our mothers? But all of a sudden, Anthony Fauci is is now public enemy number one. When did we become smarter than a scientist? At what point does our opinion trump our mother's direction to help keep us safe during cold season? When? Why? These are some thoughts that I want you to ponder as I close out this podcast on the serious, serious condition of telogen effluvium. It is a hair loss disorder where the last phase of the three stages of the hair growth cycle is in an active process where the hair continues to come out. So Melissa Milano was not ignorant in combing her hair wet. 
Melissa Milano was not ignorant in pulling her hair out. Melissa Milano was not being petty and stuck up in an insensitive actress who's rich and has nothing better else to do with her time than record a video of her pulling her hair out. People, she's sick. She was recovering from COVID-19. And part of that recovery process is a condition that she is suffering from. And it is scientifically called telogen effluvium. That is not a joke. Understand that there are real people behind what we are seeing and hearing across these byways and highways of information technology. Let us be inspired by Harriet Beecher Stowe, who wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin. Y'all know why she wrote it. To bring some humanness, some humanity to our ancestors. Because those white people, those colonizers who were enslaving and participating in the slave trade, and yes, I'm going to include the black people who were enslaving black people as well, because we understand that there was a small percentage of Africans who were owning slaves along with white people. So I don't care what race you were back then or now, there was a point in time in American history where slave holders truly believed that black people were not human and that God's sole purpose of having us on this planet was to work for free and be concubines to slave masters and their cohorts. They, we, we were dehumanized. And so this COVID-19 is being dehumanized by those same kinds of characters in Harriet Beecher Stowe's Uncle Tom Cabin, who refused to accept that those African people were real people. Those tears that they were crying about their children being sold were real tears. The heartache and pain and sorrows of the rape and delivery of the children that they still loved, even though Massa raped them, they wanted their children, but they were sold and stripped and families were torn apart. That that heartache and that depression and that sorrow, it was real. Those were real emotions. And so this COVID virus is affecting real people. Melissa Milano is a human being. She has children. She's a mother. Who cares if she's an actress and if she's wealthy and if she's white? She's a real human and she was suffering. She's recovering from a virus that's very real. I want you guys to understand that human compassion and love is needed now more than ever. Please use this human compassion to help you make good food choices as you recover from any disorder or disease or depression or sorrowness or severe weight loss. 
These affects your body and it goes into a shock. And sometimes intelligent effluvium, the hair loss disorder is the result. That's that last stage where the hair continues to come out. And the shock to the system by way of, you know, not having the nutrients and water intake and all that is affecting this, that last stage and hormonally that hair keeps coming out. What you can do to help bring your body back into good health as best you can is number one, please talk to your physician. That's number one. Number two, understand you're not alone and that you're not going crazy when you see your hair come out. If you're suffering from any of those disorders, including depression and severe weight loss. You can eat foods like blueberries. You can uh, supplement your beverage or your tea with chaga uh, root extract. You can uh, drink, I am promoting um, uh, bundles tea tonic that's sold at freshfromearth.us. And Kareem Ali is the root doctor who puts together this wonderful blend of herbs that you can infuse in cold or hot water to help you. Also eat foods that are rich in protein and iron such as eggs and oatmeal and beans, you know, uh, um, spinach. These will help get you back to being healthy when you are experiencing uh, telogen improvement. So again, this is me, your homegirl, Ladosha Wright, the author of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon, Curly Hair Adventures, and the Beauty and Barber Survival Plan, which can be found on my Patreon global hair care uh, platform. If you want to check me out on any place else on the social media, just Google my name, Ladosha Rice, and a lot of my stuff will pop Thank you so much for your time. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. Regardless your party, I want everyone to take the time to go out and vote. Uh, If you have the opportunity to mail in your ballot, please follow your state's guidelines and I'm sorry, guidelines and, you know, mail your ballots accordingly. But if not, please remember to vote your votes. uh, It does they, you know, it or they do matter. Okay. And again, black lives matter as well. Thank you so much. Peace, love and hair. And if you don't have any hair, don't want any hair, uh, can't grow no hair, and is suffering from intelligent effluvium where your hair continues to come out, it's okay, guys. Just rub your beautiful forehead. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.